Hello world, wherever you are, welcome to Wednesday's episode of Hello World. I'm Dean Bryan and I'm joined here by my wonderful co-host Adam Jackson. How are you doing Adam? Alright Dean, not bad. Alright world, nice to be on here again. Thanks very much for having me. Loving the very northern accent there Adam. Always good, always good to have Brian. you. Um, we're missing Amy this week but we've got Adam here um, as well to join us uh, who's a familiar face who's been on the show before so welcome back to the show Adam as well. Um, we've got a right Bobby Dazzler of a show today Adam. We've got a bunch of segments coming up so we've got uh, we're going to be talking about Microsoft Build and students with Morgan. Uh, Jay's back to talk about Azure Fun Bites as he is every week. Uh, we've got another Humans of Microsoft story that you're not going to want to miss and then we're finally we're joined by Kayla and Craig on another episode of Win DevBox. So some really interesting stuff coming up, Adam. But oh, first, blimey. <laughs> that, was a, that was a very not so northern accent. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what, what about the headlines, Adam? What, what have you found this week? Well, I spotted a, um, an article we just published about um, the Microsoft Teams app for GitHub. So um, I know this is going to be really exciting for developers that are using Microsoft Teams. Um, now you can actually personalize your experience using GitHub on Teams even more. Do things like subscribe to repository-level notifications, such as uh, following issues, pull requests, new commits, um, and also um, you can schedule reminders for pending pull requests as well. So, um, you know, small updates, but actually really exciting for developers. Actually, just makes tracking all those things going on just that little bit easier. And we know that, you know, when you're a developer, just, just those little small things can actually make a, a huge, huge difference. Yeah, one hundred percent. There's a there's a huge benefit to having all that stuff in the right Teams channels and automating some of that stuff. Teams apps for the win, I say. So. Um, of course, and I've been looking at some stuff, Adam, as well. I've got a security yep. announcement, of course. Um, always, always something security related when I'm involved. Um, but one thing that I haven't really dived into much, but I saw that um, was kind of listed as an often overlooked area of security is the security of our AI systems and our artificial intelligence models. Um, and Microsoft have kind of looked at this and they've released a new open source security tool called Counterfeit, which is going to automate. Uh, the testing of an organization's artificial intelligence system. So Amy would be proud of us. We're talking about security and AI. So <laughs> she would absolutely love that. Um, but yeah, it kind of started out. I love the story behind this because it started out as a set of open source or some kind of scripts that we used internally at Microsoft to test and attack some, some AI systems to see if they were vulnerable or susceptible to cyber attacks. And now it's kind of been published as this automated tool that enables you to do that but at SCAL as a, as a kind of published open source tool. Um, if you're not using Microsoft Azure today, you should be, but if you're not, then you can also use this tool. It's kind of environment model and data agnostic. So you can use this on premises, you can use this in the cloud at the edge. Um, so really, really cool and easy to use with familiar tools for cybersecurity professionals. So um, more information on the GitHub page, which we'll share in the show notes, aka.ms slash hello world. So um, yeah, some interesting tool that's just been launched there. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think stuff like this is really exciting because we know that the people using AI, wide range of people, uh, data scientists, engineers, um, you know, software developers, um, it's, it's massively easy to overlook this stuff. So, um, you know, great to see, uh, you know, tools to help people, uh, you know, understand the potential security risks along the way um, and just make it accessible for other people to get involved in AI in a safe way. Um, and on the topic of AI, um, if you're missing Amy, I mean, who wouldn't miss Amy? Honestly, we're missing her. Um, but I'm sure she's enjoying her evening off. Um, don't worry. 
She's going to be back tomorrow morning. Uh, that's tomorrow morning, U um, European time, um, with a bit of AI. And that's with uh, a bit of AI with Henk and Amy. So Henk Bowman and Amy Boyd. And you can catch that show every Thursday at 9 a.m. British time or 10 a.m. Central European time. So um, we'll be watching tomorrow, won't we, Dean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely one to check out. A great show. Check out a bit of AI. I love the names. A bit of AI with Hank and Amy. Love that. Just show. a bit. Just a bit of AI. Just a bit just of a bit. AI. Not too much AI. Just a bit. Uh, anyway, first up today, we've got a very special guest. It's our very own Morgan Bell from the Microsoft student team. Let's welcome Morgan on screen now. Hey, Morgan. How's it going? Hey, Adam. How are you? Long time no see. I know it's been it's been far too long. Far too long. I miss you. I know you're all the way across the pond, well, the United States, and then across the pond. I know, I know, hard. so far, so far. We'll, we'll see We'll see each other in person again soon. Um, yes. But you know what, before all of that, we've got uh, a very exciting uh, you know, Microsoft build coming up in the next few weeks. And Morgan, your team's all about the student zone. So, um, you know, tell us, you know, what is the student zone? And, um, and also, you know, is Microsoft build relevant for students? I thought it was for professional developers. Yeah, it's a great question. And I think one we really get asked quite frequently. Uh, we started the student zone a few years ago as this concept of we wanted to invite professional developers that were attending Build here in Seattle when we still did things in person and um, bring some of their students along with them. You know, their kids age pretty much, I think, between 14 and 21. Um, and we put on a bunch of programming just for them, had career sessions and everything else. And it was just such a great experience. Uh, in fact, we had professional developers coming to a lot of the sessions, um, which was super funny because they thought they were just regular developer sessions. The uh, catalog wasn't quite clear that they were more for the student zone. Um, and so things became very popular. People were really excited. And so we've had to continue it every year since. Uh, and we could not be more excited about that um so absolutely a place for students um yeah. at bill 100 i was going to say like who should attend the sessions you've sort of answered that already so students but but also you know not not just student students it could be um you know people at high school or secondary school uh it could be uh you know people at college university or lifelong learners too right yeah absolutely um and that's something that we're really pushing on uh this year too is it's not just uh, for university students or high school or secondary or whatever you call it, wherever you live. Um, students, the definition is so broad and we should see it as such. So whether you're in a boot camp or maybe you're looking to change careers, maybe you're looking to new, learn a new framework or language, new technology, whatever it may be, uh, we would love to have you join us in the student zone. Uh, you'll be able to see all the topics ahead of time um, once all of the schedules are up. And so regardless of uh, technology, you know, maybe you want to learn about AI or ML, uh, maybe you want to get an intro to Python or C Sharp. Maybe you want to learn how to create um, an app or a uh, trading card app using JavaScript and get excited about the Olympics. Uh, we're really going to have it all. And so I'm uh, super excited that it really fosters this community for all different types of uh, learners and you know students, whether you're an official student or not. <laughs> I love it. And I think you've already um, you know, started to explain my next question, which is the kind of sessions that we'll find. So um, so it's not just seminars or presentations. It's also hands on activities as well. Right. 
Yeah, absolutely. So there will uh, for sure be some, you know, like a kind of guided tutorials of, hey, let's do this together. And then we'll give you a next step of where you can actually go and continue your work. Um, there will be more career focused sessions. So you know how to become a professional developer or tips and tricks you want to know. Um, and then, you know, also we'll have some special guests. I can't tell you who they are just yet. Uh, but if people register for Build, uh, then they'll be able to see that information when it is announced. Um, and we're going to be having some fun. Uh, we're going to be doing some thematic stuff in the student zone this year. Um, my shirt may or may not be a hint to some of the themes of some of the sessions. So um, if you're a space nerd like me, uh, you will definitely be interested in some of the real world examples we'll have uh, in some of our intro workshops and sessions. Wow, I love it. To Microsoft build and beyond. Amazing. Exactly. So, um, so, so, what else should students look out for at Build, or, or you know, even even not students, you know, what else should we be excited about? Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, everybody's welcome in the student zone, and then there's also the uh, greater learning zone that people can join. Uh, tons of, of course, amazing sessions, uh, keynotes. I saw Scott Hanselman in person yesterday, and got a little bit of uh, maybe insider information. Don't tell Scott I said that, and it's going to be amazing. Um, and then also, of course, you know, we uh, have the Imagine Cup that we always highlight at. Uh, Build as well. One of my favorite events. Uh, if people aren't familiar with the Imagine Cup. Go look it up, follow us on social. It's uh, teams of students from around the world that just make these amazing impactful projects um, and compete to win different prizes and we'll be announcing the winner at Build. Oh, can't wait, absolutely can't wait. Well, do you know what, we're almost out of time, but don't forget to register for Microsoft Build. It's mybuilds.microsoft.com. We'll have that link in our show notes, aka.ms forward slash hello world. Um, and that's 25th to 27th of May, that is May. the whole month. May, not yes, it is May. It's May. Anyway, Dean, over to and Morgan. Thank you so much. We'll see you at the end of the show. Dean, over to you. Awesome. It's May already. It's actually May already. Um, I love that we're providing content to so many different audiences at Build. No matter what type of developer you are, there's going to be content for you. I absolutely love that. Definitely check it out. But next up, it's time for Azure Fun Bites uh, with Jay. Welcome to the show, Jay. How are you doing today? You doing good? I, I'm doing good. And to be honest with you, sticking with the UK theme, it is absolutely pouring here in Brooklyn, New York. But, right. you know, I, I'm, I'm living with it. I'm dealing with it. So, hey, Dean, it's good to see you again. Yeah, it's great to see you as well, Jay. It was pouring here. Now I have this bright sunshine coming on my all over my face at this time. So, yeah, it's nice and bright here now. So I can't complain about that. But Azure Fun Bites, Jay, uh, for those that aren't familiar, as always, let us know uh, what it is and where people can find it. Sure. Uh, Azure Fun Bites is a opportunity every single week to get together and we have a conversation with someone about a different service, a different product, things that work alongside uh, that help you, the user, have a really great Azure experience. And you know what, Dean? I, I got a great subject this week. Tell us all about it. I always want to know what the topic is. Let us, let us know. Sure. So this week, we're going to talk about hybrid cloud on Azure. And so a hybrid cloud, sometimes called a cloud hybrid, whatever way you want to put it, uh, is a computing environment that combines an on-premises data center uh, with a public cloud, allowing data and applications to be shared between them. Uh, the best way to think about it, Dean, is if I have a data center or maybe I have another cloud and I want to bring them all together so that you can, you know, obviously put everything on Azure first. But if there's things that you can't have on Azure, 
uh, because of governance or something like that, you know, you can go ahead and you can create a hybrid solution. And so uh, Azure Hybrid has a ton of different options for you to bring everything together. You know that, Dean? Um, it, I, I love this, this image because I think it really helps kind of gives uh, a big ideas here. And so, Dean, I know you love security. Yeah, for sure. And so one of the great things about this is that we can unify our environments, apply policies, work together uh, with our multi-cloud or on-prem or our edge devices like IoT uh, to bring it all under one roof to work. So I think Azure Arc is really brilliant to do that. Yeah, that's, um, that's awesome tool, Azure Arc, by the way. It's like the way it kind of just extends Azure, I guess, right? Yeah, I talked a little bit last week with uh, Brendan Burns about like Azure Arc and Kubernetes, and he, he showed me actually uh, one of his own Kubernetes uh, clusters at home and it being enabled uh, alongside his public Kubernetes clusters in Azure. So I, I loved seeing that all together. Um, this is kind of like a, a quick example of, of how a on-premises network would go through, say, a virtual private network, a VPN, to be able to connect uh, via, say, uh, our public VIPs to a site-to-site -site tunnel, go through a router, eventually hit the internet, and be able to access our, our Azure virtual network. And so uh, using uh, encrypted tunnels uh, may be something that's really important to you, but if you can't use an encrypted tunnel, you can also use an express route circuit which will allow you to drop a internet connection, or I should say not even internet, a private network connection from say like a leased line between uh, your local edge routers and the Microsoft edge router. So you get all that speed and plus you have uh, the security of it not being exposed on the internet. And I know Dean, that, that's important to you. Uh, you're all about security. Exactly, yeah, ExpressRoad is very handy when it comes to the hybrid stuff here for sure. And so I always have a guess, you know that. Yeah. You want to hear who it is? I, I want to know who the guest is. I'm sure it's going to be another good one. Thomas Maurer. Thomas does so much great stuff uh, in Azure Advocacy. He's always helping people learn, uh, whether it's certificates or different services. Uh, I was really, really happy to get Thomas part of this. And so he's going to be joining me this week to have this big conversation about hybrid cloud. Awesome. That's a great guest. Thomas is awesome. He knows a bunch about this topic, but he's just a such a ton of work in the community sharing everything. So that's absolutely awesome. So where can people find out more info about where to check out the show, Jay? Sure. So every week, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. East, and 7 p.m. over where you are in the, the UK, Dean. Uh, you can find everything that you need. Go to twitter.com slash Azure Fun Bites to find out about every single episode, everything that's going on. And obviously, you can watch it right here on Learn TV after tomorrow's Hello World with Frank and Nietzsche. So uh, I, I'm really looking forward to having that conversation with Thomas and getting more hybrid. Awesome. I love it. Yeah, people definitely definitely check that out. Uh, let's bring Adam back into the show. Adam, what do you think about that? Do you think, uh, are you going to be checking it out? I'll definitely be tuning in. I will. I definitely will be. And yeah, I think Thomas Mower is amazing as well. And actually, what is it about Swiss cloud advocates? Because I yeah, think our next guest is also, yeah, yeah, we, we, we love, we love lots of love for Switzerland today. Um, <laughs> so Jay, looking forward to that. And um, coming up now, we have um, our very own Swiss cloud advocate, Laurent Bunyong. Um, and he's with our Humans of Microsoft segment. Today, he's interviewing Lexi Angerman. Let's run the tape.
Welcome back to Humans of Microsoft. This is a segment where we talk to people just like you and me, and they have one thing in common. They all work for Microsoft. So today I'm joined by Lexi Engerman. Hello, Lexi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you so much. It's really nice to have you here. Uh, Lexi, you are a business administrator for Microsoft, and uh, you live in Bellevue, which is very close to the Microsoft campus, right? Yeah, very close. Just like 15 minutes. Oh, fantastic. Um, so, Lexi, let's go into the questions. What would you say was a key moment, a pivotal moment in your career? Yeah, I would say it was probably um, I walked away from a job that I thought was going to turn into a career in the kind of um, career path that I wanted it to be. And um, it turned out to not be the best environment for me and um, just kind of a tough place to be day to day. And so I had to kind of make a um, you know, a decision for myself to walk away from that and uh, come to actually the Microsoft uh, side of things. And that was probably the best decision in my career that I've made yet so far. So it was a big decision, but it turned out perfectly for me. <laughs> oh, that's great. So sometimes uh, taking risks pays off, right? It does. I would say so. <laughs> That's very cool. Well, good for you. And uh, if you could go back in time, like any time in your career, what would you tell yourself to help you getting started? Yeah, um, for me, I would say take all the learning opportunities you can. You know, if someone reaches out to you and really wants to, you know, mentor you or teach you in an area, take those opportunities. Um, also, you know, develop the skill of learning or of um listening before speaking. That was a big thing for me. I'm really communication driven. So I thought I always had something to say that was valuable. And a lot of the time you don't. Um, at a young age, you know, I, uh, the one thing that really helped me was just learning to listen before speaking and really taking in information instead of giving it. So that was a huge thing for me. Very interesting. And, and of course, there is a, a, a lot that we can do to improve the communication because listening is great, but sometimes we also need to say what we what we have on our mind, right? Absolutely. I agree. Uh -huh. Cool. Uh, do you believe that you can uh, love what you do and also make money doing it? Yeah, I do. I've seen so many people, the people I know, um, you know, friends, family, colleagues, coworkers. I know so many people that actually love what they do for work. And um, I would say it's even playing out in my life right now. I actually love what I do. I love supporting a team. I love supporting an individual um, and, uh, you know, kind of help be a backbone to um, an organization. And so that's something I love. And yeah, I definitely think you can love what you do. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I believe that at Microsoft, we are really lucky to have a lot of people who, you know, earn money by doing what they love, which is really yeah, a good I agree. situation. Yeah. Um, what is an area in your in your job, like in your day to day job, where you feel that you can uh, continue to be more confident and and grow into? Yeah, I think it would just be second guessing myself. I don't come from a technical background. So coming into a really technical, heavy, you know, engineering, developing um, organization and team is something that's really new to me. Um, we use a lot of acronyms that I do not understand. And so um, I second guess myself a lot on some of the work that I do. I would say that my team 
my boss, um, my manager and kind of my business manager that I work with, I can, I know that they probably can see that. So that's something that I'm definitely working on and just putting a little bit more confidence in myself. You know, I know the work that I'm doing and, um, I should just be more confident in that. Mm -hmm. So between you and me, I don't understand the acronym Caesar. So it's, I I, I don't think I ever will. (laughs) Terrible. Well, what is one more thing you want to tell our viewers, um, you know, to inspire them? Yeah, Um, just one of my favorite mottos is um, life is about making an impact and not making an income. And I truly think that that, you know, through these times that we're kind of going through with everything that's happening in the world, I think it's um, really important to kind of remember that and really want to make an impact in what you're doing. Very inspirational. Thank you so much, Lexi. Well, thank you for being here. And to all our viewers, thank you so much for watching. You will see us next time on another Humans of Microsoft. Thanks, Lexi. Thank you so much. Oh, love that. Uh, Great to actually see people doing the real work around here, isn't it, Dean? Yeah, exactly. Some real work going on there, 100%. (laughs) I love these stories from people at Microsoft around their career and their tips and things they learn along the journey because we all have a different journey. So really, really great to hear. Next up here on Hello World, um, we're joined by Kayla and Craig for another episode of Win DevBox. So over to you two to tell us about some new stuff there. Awesome. Thanks so much, Dean. So I am here with my only office mate I've ever had. This is Craig Lowen. He is a program manager on Windows Subsystem for Linux, and they recently had a really huge announcement the other day. So why don't you tell us all about it, Craig? Thanks, Kayla. So we actually announced that we are now including support for Linux GUI apps inside of the Windows subsystem for Linux. So we have a cool demo video that we're just going to play while we chat about it. Um, but really, what's exciting about this is before you know, you've know you used Windows Terminal and you've only been able to use command line interface apps, now you can use a full graphical uh, user interface app uh, with WSL running fully in Linux um, and integrated highly with Windows, which is something that I'm super excited about. Yeah, this is actually really crazy to see because I know the taskbar is Windows, but then all these windows that are coming up on the desktop are Linux and they look like Linux too. So it's a really weird blend of OSs that's happening here. Yeah, I agree. So what's cool is we actually have some- Oh, okay, I'll take it. Sorry, so it's cool. We actually have Keep some <laughs> deep integration um, with with Windows, right? So you know, if you have a window, you actually have to, like a, a shadow, a drop shadow with it. Um, we have that with Linux Windows. You see, there's taskbar integration. So whenever you pop a new app, it shows up in your Windows taskbar at the bottom with a little uh, Microsoft or a little Linux tux icon on it. And we even have integration with the start menu. So if you hit start um, and you go through your apps, you can actually see a list of your Linux apps from there um, and start right from the start menu, which is pretty amazing um, given that this is running on Linux. Yeah, that is really crazy. Um, So what are some workflows that are like helpful or that would use Linux GUI apps on Windows? So one of the coolest ones uh, that I'm a fan of is that you get a full uh, Linux editor and IDE um, running on your machine. So if you've ever used VS Code Remote, that is a really awesome way to interact and build Linux apps on Windows uh, using WSL. Now you can basically branch that same experience out to other editors uh, like gedit or gvim or JetBrains-based editors, uh, which is pretty powerful. On top of that, some of the other ones, like what we're showing on screen right now is that you can use Test Cafe to go and test things. 
um, and use the Linux version of your web browser to do your full tests. Um, what are some neat things that we've added is we also added support for audio and microphone support. So you can even go and run apps like Audacity, which is what we're going to pull up here, and record things, um, test your apps with audio support so you can hear what it sounds like. Um, and the last thing is we also have a support for a GPU acceleration. So you can actually even run things like Blender and get really high frames because um, you can use your Windows GPU to actually power these Linux apps. So there's just a whole wide world of things you can do with it. Um, and we're really excited to see what people will be able to play around with it. Yeah, that's really awesome. So I know Windows Terminal is probably your favorite Windows app, but what's your favorite Linux GUI app that you like to use? My favorite Linux GUI app is probably um, the one that I'm enjoying demoing the most is Gazebo, uh, which is a robotic simulator app. Um, and it's my favorite because I'm actually a big robot nerd. I studied robotics engineering at university. Um, and so I think it is a thing of beauty to be able to run Gazebo and simulate like a robot with some LiDAR, you know, <laughs> checking out a cave, um, all which I used to do on Linux, now all mm -hmm. running on Windows and being performant, um, I think is absolutely gorgeous. That's awesome. So we do have a slide with a bunch of links on how you can get all of this stuff set up. So if you want to check out the docs for WSL, you can go to aka.ms slash WSL. If you want to learn more about the WSL GUI app support specifically, you can go to aka.ms slash WSLG. Um, if you want to go to the GitHub, check out what's happening there, you can hit github.com slash Microsoft slash WSL. And of course, if you want to bother Craig about anything WSL, have any questions, Anything like that, you can reach out to him on Twitter at Craig A. Lowen. So I think that's about it for our segment. I'll pass it back over to Dean and Adam to take us out. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much. I'm really excited about some of this GUI stuff. I wonder if some of the some of the security stuff, like using Burp Suite in Kali Linux and stuff like that, where you'd use, normally use a browser, you can now do on WSL. Because I know it supports uh, Kali Linux as well, right, Craig? So uh, some awesomeness to, for me to go and check out, some stuff for me to go and investigate after that segment. Uh, but Adam, it's uh, it's almost time for us to wrap up the segment today. Almost it time. Um, almost time. Don't forget, everybody, you can check out the notes at ak.ms slash hello world. All of the show notes will be there for you to check out, as always. But before we do that, let's welcome our guests back onto the show one by one, just to give you a bit of a reminder around what they spoke around and where you can go and find out a little bit more. So first of all, uh, Morgan, welcome back to the show. Uh, where can people find out a little bit more around build and student stuff? Yeah, for sure. So uh, you can just go to the show notes from today's Hello World show, uh, aka.ms uh, slash hello world. You can see it right there. Um, and you'll be able to look at how to register for build and also on the build registration page, which of course is free and live now, uh, you'll be able to find some more information on the student zone. And over the next week or two, you'll be able to see our uh, speaker lineup sessions, all that sort of good stuff. So we hope to see you all there and please come join us in the student zone. Awesome, great stuff. And uh, let's welcome Joe, Joe, who's Joe? Let's welcome Jay back onto the show. Sorry, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know any Joe. No Joe here. Um, <laughs> anyhow, uh, thanks for having me back. I always love being and doing this little rap. Uh, just want everybody to know you can go ahead. You can watch as your fun bites every Thursday. It's immediately following Hello World. Uh, so that's 11 a.m. on the West, 2 p.m. on the East, the best coast there is. And then, of course, over in uh, the UK, it's 7 p.m. 
So uh, if you want any more information, check out these links. You can go uh, to twitter.com slash Azure Fun Bytes as well. Awesome. Yeah, check that out. And tomorrow's episode is all about all things hybrid with Thomas. So definitely one to check out. And then finally, this welcome back Kayla and Craig onto the show. Uh, talk about all that gooiness in uh, WSL. Yeah. So if you want to check out more about the GUI app support in WSL, you can go to aka.ms slash WSLG. And of course, all the links that we showed are in the show notes. And that's at aka.ms slash hello world. And West Coast is best coast. I don't know what Jay's talking about. <laughs> I'm with Caleb. I've lived at. on both. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived on both coasts. West Coast, best coast. Sorry. Yo, Craig, Vim Gang, all day. VI, Thank you. never, yes. ever dying. Yeah, I'm an old <laughs> Linux guy. I, I will never stop using VI. Thank you. Uh, you know my that. passion. About editors, we're talking about which coast is best. We, we, we got all the, all the hot debates going on today, Adam. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is just null and void. This is supposed to be the British show on Wednesday, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got my motorhead shirt on and I'm drinking my tea, so I'm trying to fit in. <laughs> Loving it. Loving it. Right. Well, um, talking of uh, talking of Wednesday being the British show, um, next Wednesday here on Hello World, it is going to be uh, myself again, and um, and Amy is back, and we're going to give Dean the um, the week off, well, the day off or the evening off, maybe not that long. Um, but don't forget that Hello World is on every weekday at these times, so that's ten thirty a.m. Pacific. 1.30 Eastern and 6.30 UK time. Join us tomorrow for Frank and Nitya. They'll be bringing you Hello World tomorrow. Next, here on Learn TV, we have Ask the Expert, Rust at Microsoft, with our wonderful Rust cloud advocate, Ryan Levick. So do not touch that button. And it remains only for me to say a thank you again to all of our wonderful guests. And join us again very soon here on Hello World. See you soon. See you later. Peace, world. Peace.